is this like some random guy who just hopped up on stage and is just like chilling up there? Then the, then the, then the spotlight shot down on him, but then he rips off his shirt. This guy is, this guy is shredded, by the way. Absolutely shredded. But then this guy grabs the ropes and just puts on a fucking show. No homo, but it was actually incredible. I was literally, all I could think to myself was, is this how women feel at the strip club when they throw money? I'm going to keep saying it. Pay your fucking dues. It's the name of the goddamn podcast. We've definitely paid our dues. Welcome back to uh, another episode of Pay Your Dues. I'm your host, Ash Kennedy. And I know I said last week that I was going to be having some guests on the podcast with me this week. Well, that's actually not going to be happening. I'm going to be getting to the meat and potatoes of all the reasoning to that. May just be a viable excuse as to why coming to you by myself not with the boys from episode one, but before I do so, just make sure to hit that subscribe button if you are new here, and to pay your own dues by subscribing to the OnlyFans for exclusive access to that visual podcast. Long story short, in a way to start this, is just before they left and went back to where the hell they came from. There was not a chance that we were going to record on Sunday. We slept in really late. I had absolutely no voice for it. And I probably had the worst Sunday scaries of my life. And all of this came about because from them visiting. Some of them haven't seen them since almost an entire year ago. Haven't seen one of them in a few months. So that's just, that just brings out the danger in you, you know. When, when there's specific people you haven't seen in a while, isn't, isn't that, isn't that a bit funny how the way we respond is just, oh, let's just fucking ruin our bodies this weekend. Let's just do dangerous stuff, poison ourselves, and just get dangerous. Cause I was feeling dangerous this weekend. And honestly, we, we may, may or may not have gotten into a little bit of danger. But I know that the the last podcast I had, I t- was talking about how I wanted to get a full weekend in, you know, going out on Friday, doing stuff on Saturday during the day, and then going out on Saturday. Well, this was absolutely a, a full weekend indeed. I had no, no work on Friday. They came in on Thursday. So we hit Thursday, Friday, Saturday, boom, 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 and... Let me tell you, getting a full weekend in is kind of overrated. It, 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 oh, only so many people can do it. And those people who can do it are college students and fucking, no, no, college students, fucking degenerates, and then just insane people. Like right now. I mean, I'm feeling better now, but on Sunday and Monday, 
I felt absolutely horrible. Absolutely horrible. As I said, it was the worst Sunday scaries of my life. I just felt like laying down and just crying all day because it, I mean, it was, it, first of all, physically I felt bad. But then I also felt bad just because it was an expensive ass weekend too. Going out ain't cheap. And when you do it every single night, it gets expensive real quick. And it really, it just is really depressing. When I saw my American Express statement, I literally wanted to die. Absolutely. It was a great weekend. Fun for sure. I... This is going to be a weekend that we talk about for a long time whenever whenever we have the next reunion of everybody. But having a good time always comes with baggage, you know. They say they say enjoy your youth. What they don't mean is don't sabotage your future, but enjoy while you can. And draw on the line between enjoying your youth and ruining your future. That's it's a bit tough to do it. But Let's just, we should just start from, from square one of this weekend, basically what happened. So the first thing is that I, I picked them up from the airport on Thursday evening and took them back to my place, uh, got, got some quick dinner, nothing too special to talk about, to talk about there. And I, I introduced them to the dirty dudes because the states that they live in, do not sell the dirty dews. To you, to those of you who don't know, the dirty dews are the hard Mountain Dew. I'm sipping on one myself right now. Uh, the dirtiest of dews, as a matter of fact. And honestly, these things were a little bit, little. I wasn't a huge fan of them the first time I started drinking them, but they've grown on me, and I absolutely love them. I introduced them to these guys as well, and they really liked them. They said they were upset that where they're going isn't selling them that they're not going to have access to them for a while. So that, that was the first thing, you know, when you, when you introduce something to a friend, you always, and they like it, you always enjoy that. That's always very satisfying. Um, normally the most relatable way that we can relay this is when maybe you're driving your car and you're on ox and some song comes on and someone asks you what song this is. They like it. That's, that's usually the most common example of it, how it comes about. But for me, it was about in the sense of showing them the dirty do's. And I also showed them the happy dads as well. You know, the Nuckboy seltzer that I, I got no problem down here, but it's not sold everywhere. It's thought it was okay. Weren't big fans of it, but, but it was okay. But that, that was on Thursday night. And so we were going to hit the avenue in Delray. I've been out there on Thursday only to get dinner and then, and that was also during spring break. So there was a bunch more tourists around and whatnot, but it was also pouring rain. So I had no idea what to expect. I didn't know if it was going to be popping. I didn't know if it was going to be dead. I don't know like what places were even going to be open. I, I, I don't know. I just got an Uber to the middle of, middle of everything and we were just going to play it by ear. And then pulling up to um, the the avenue, so it, it was it was it wasn't pouring at this point, but it was raining quite a bit. We we did notice that tin roofs seemed to have a good amount of people at it. So well, that's where we're going. You know, they got live music, they got 
some outdoor seating, you know, over, um, overhead outdoor seating so you don't, don't get wet from the rain. And it's, it's just like a, one of the more popular places to be. And there, there is a live band there, which I didn't know there was a live band there during the week. I thought that was only a weekend thing, but this live band was playing absolute bangers. We're talking about like that, that fire music. Uh, from like the 80s, 90s, early 2000s, alternative rock. In my opinion, the best day drinking music, you know, country's up there, dad bangers are up there, but that alternative rock, pop punk, some people refer to it as, I think that that is the absolute best day drinking music. But I mean, it's a, it's not daytime anymore. I just want to throw that out there. This band was playing some great, great music as well. And when we were when we were there, so my favorite thing to get at Tin Roof is the high noon bucket. So I've never seen a minimum this high on cards, but their minimum is twenty bucks. So you get a high noon bucket, and it solves all that. It's eight high noons, and you get a bucket to carry them around in to keep them cold. High noons. That was the next thing that I introduced to them. If you don't know, what high noon is high noon is a seltzer made with real fruit juice. So it's not a it's not like a white claw. It's actually it's much better than a white claw. I first got introduced to High Noon when I came down here. And honestly, it might be my favorite seltzer. It's not the cheapest, but it definitely hits the spot. And I definitely recommend checking out High Noon in case you've in case you've seen it and don't know what it is. Busy is also pretty good too. I have no affiliation to them. I have no sponsorship from them. I simply just love their product. And think that it could use a bit more appreciation. And then right when we showed up, we were under the overhang sipping on our high noon bucket. And it started downpouring. Absolutely just downpouring. And then I don't know how drunk these girls might have been. But they were dancing in the rain. Like they were in between, so there's like a club back part in the overhang where there's like the band and the live music at the main bar. And these girls are in between that, just dancing in the rain, getting absolutely soaking wet. Not wet like that, wet as in like their clothes are wet, they're going to be squishing around, like their socks are getting wet. It's just, it's very uncomfortable being wet. It, uh I, I don't know what they were thinking. Like there were people from the staff looking at them like, should we kick these girls out or are we just going to like laugh at them or what should we even do? So, I mean, we were moving around a bit in the bar and whatnot, uh, just, you know, vibing around, uh, showing them, showing them what the place is about. And they were saying that they should have pregamed harder. And I said, Hey, what are you going to do about it? Just, just get more drunk now. It's Thursday. But they, they were they were taken a little bit more conservatively back home when I, I was just drinking, saying like, oh, let me get one more before we go. Oh, let's just drink. And no, they, they didn't know what to, I didn't know what to expect either. But I, I came a bit more prepared. But then just moving back and forth between the parts of the bar, uh, getting a little bit wet, my hair lost its hold from its product. So I was looking a bit floppy. But then we went back inside of the band and they were playing their banger music. I'm talking, they played like Enter Sandman, 
Uh, they played She Hates Me. You know the song like, she fucking hates me. Uh, they played that. Sugar, we're going down. Uh, you name it. They, it was an incredible night. I wanted them to play more Metallica, but, but that's okay. And, but, and after every single song that they were playing, I was, I, I was a bit more tipsy than I, I should have gotten for a Thursday. It wasn't blacked. Probably a little bit more than I than I should have been. After every song, I was yelling out, "Fuck yeah!" Because I was having a great time. Loved their music. I loved the band energy too. The singer had a mullet, looking good. The bass guitar guy kept looking at me and smiling the whole time. I was, I was digging their vibe, and they appeared to be digging mine too. And so then there was one time when this when they they stopped playing some song, and the singer's like, "Oh yeah, we're playing good music." This all night and all week, and I yelled out, fuck yeah. Singer looked at me, and he's like, oh, this guy knows it, fuck yeah. And then some other guy comes running up from the side, taps me on the shoulder, and he's like, wait, you're the fuck yeah guy. And my response could only be one thing, I'm like, fuck yeah. And then he says back, fuck yeah. And that was that was just my reputation of that place now i i don't know what's going to happen if i go back there if people are going to know me as the fuck yeah guy if i go back there on a thursday because i i kind of like having the reputation but it's uh i don't know if i want to be known as the fuck yeah guy but that's just my reputation for the thursday and man we closed that place down the fuck yeah guy was staying until until there, there was no more fuck yes to say. Until it was, aw, I'm leaving. And, and when we were leaving to help make sure that everybody get out, got out okay and on time, this was really the only place that was popping on the avenue that night, just Thursday. There were some cops that were sitting there by the front just to enforce everything. I walked up to one of the cops who was just leaning against the fence. Making sure, just keeping the peace. He wasn't like disrupting anybody, giving tickets. I was like, excuse me, sir. Will you fake arrest me? He immediately just like cuts me off. He's like, nope, go away. And then he was just not having it. Like, it's a little bit funny, you know. You, We all know somebody who has that picture of a cop, quote unquote, arresting them. And then where it's really this, they ask the cop to fake arrest them. Where they cuff him, lean him against the car, maybe. I was hoping to get one of those, but the thing is, like, I can pull off the drunk face of just being like, uh, like, I, I have no idea what I'm doing, or like, oh, I have no idea how much I fucked up. I was thinking one of those would have been funnier right then, but he wasn't cooperating, and so I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna push it and get actually arrested. That was, that was just not my plan. And I don't know if it was me being, that hammered or whatnot. But when we finally got back to my place, I, I've never done this before. I was flossing my teeth and I broke my permanent retainer off on my bottom teeth. So if I'm, if I'm talking kind of funny, it's if I, if I sound different, maybe I talk with a bit more of a, a shush, 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 or something like that. It's because I broke my retainer and in the last, what's that four or five days or so my teeth have just shifted like a marathon in that time frame but we're getting that fixed soon 
should be talking normal, but I don't know if I sound different. If I am, make sure to let me know in the comment section. But I did have some errands to run the next day. So once we got back to my place, this was at 3 a.m., I had to get to bed just to complete them. Nothing else really to say about that. But then I get back from my errands on Friday. I was hoping to be able to take a little bit of a power nap, but my friends were like, oh, well, no, we don't have access to a beach where we're at. They're like, let's go to the beach. Let's go to the beach each. Let's go get away. So I took them to the beach and I was telling them, honestly, I've, I've lived down here for, what is it, almost two months now, and I've only been to the beach one time on my own since I've, since I've come down here. I mean, personally, it might, I don't know if it's a hot take or not. I'm personally not a huge fan of the beach. What I am a fan of is living in an area where I, where I have easy access to the beach, but the beach itself, not a big fan of it. As Anakin Skywalker says in Star Wars, I don't like sand. And when you go to the beach, you get sand everywhere. Then you bring it home and it's everywhere. You get sandy. Um, the water is salty. Sometimes there's kelp in the water. There's sharks in the water. That's for sure. There's wind. The beach, the beach is cool. Don't get me wrong. Like on, on the right day, going to the beach would be incredible. I have not had one of those days yet. I simply, I love having access to the beach and the atmosphere that comes with being in an area where we have easy access to the beach. But personally, I like, I like seeing the beach and then being somewhere, being somewhere that's not the beach, like a day club on the, on the beach or drinking on a sky, on the rooftop of a skyscraper in Miami and looking at the beach. But we got to the beach on Friday during the day, and it was nice for about 20 minutes. It started getting windy, then it started getting gray outside, but we were tossing a football, and there was one way you could throw it where it just launches into the, with the wind, then the other person looks like they're weak because they throw the ball into the wind, and it just gets nowhere, and then it starts raining. And I tell them, oh no, we're in, we're in Florida. Give it 10 minutes. It's going to get better. And it, it wasn't getting better. It actually started coming down way harder. And then the wind started blowing. And we were getting pelted with rain. So we were like, oh no. Okay, we, should, we better just uh, take, take it easy, get out of here. And just, we can always come back tomorrow or the next day. So we start driving back and it's honestly a, probably a really good thing that, that we started driving back because even just leaving the beach parking lot, there was probably six inches of water. It was flooding. Okay. Everything was wet. My car seats were wet. My shoes were wet. My Birkenstocks were wet. Not the Birkenstocks. The clothes were wet. It towels were wet. In which we had no towels the rest of the weekend because of this. And then as we were driving back, there were just multiple parts in the street when I would just be driving back past and I would just be blasting water 
out the sides of the car because there was just puddles of water. The biggest, the deepest part of the water that I think we drove through was when we got into the parking lot of my apartment complex. There was, there was a funnel of water going into the drain. It was literally looking like a whirlpool. It was like, it was a tornado of water just funneling down into the drain. And that water was probably, I want to say 12 feet deep. It was really, really deep. If I wasn't driving fast, I'm, I'm not sure if my car would have just stalled out there or what the case would have been. Like we had to, I literally saw it and my friends didn't see it. I literally had to pull around and say, look at this shit. There's a fucking funnel in the parking lot where the water is just all spinning around going into the drain. It literally looked like, it looked like a toilet was flushing on a, on a really bigger scale in the parking lot. Just the way the water was spiraling around. But I digress. So we finally get back into my place, started cleaning up because at this time it's like four or five o'clock. We think like, okay, we can get some, get some dinner, start getting ready, then, and then go out later. And I knew that I wanted to give them something local for, for dinner. It's not super cheap. So I, I said, Oh, let's go to Publix and I'm going to get you like, let's get a pub sub. So to those of you who don't know what a pub sub is, Publix is one of those grocery stores that has a deli and at that deli you can get a a sandwich there. It's similar to like a Subway where basically you get to you can put stuff on the sandwich that you want, the type of bread, meat, cheese, sauce, whatever. Um I'm pretty sure every region of the country has a grocery store that's like that. Publix is the Florida version of it. Back in the Midwest where I'm from, Hy-Vee was the version of that. I'm not sure if Hy-Vee actually gave out subs, but they were the, but Hy-Vee was the grocery store that had the deli in it. But yeah, uh, I was just saying, okay, let's just get a half one, half sub, and then we can go out later on the avenue, get some dinner there, and then go out after. Well, they both get a whole sub, and I only get the half, so they are way more full than I am. And so I strategically was trying to eat less to get dinner later. But I'll get into a moment how that was actually a mistake of my part. But we actually, we were pre-gaming at my place, getting ready to go out. And I was just like showing them uh, while, while, while drinking some reruns of Ultra. So I talked about it in the podcast a little over a month ago, how I went to the Ultra Festival in Miami. I had no idea it was such a big festival. And I'm probably going to go next year because it was an amazing time. I've never been to a music festival before. Well, one that was of that scale. And the music lineup was absolutely incredible. Not a single week moment that I was there. I loved every second of it. I saw DJ Snake, Tiesto, and Elenium in a row. All in a row. So I was showing them some reruns of it, and I said, oh, I remember Tiesto. Tiesto was probably my favorite artist that we that I saw at Ultra. Uh, Tiesto's music is really good, so I was like, let's watch the rerun of Tiesto. And 
So they're watching it. They're like, damn, that, that looks really sick. And I was saying like, and it, the thing is, it doesn't even compare to actually being at it. The vibe, just being at a concert at a music festival, the videos do not do it justice. All of my music festival people can vouch for that. You music festival girls in your bikinis and your fishnet leggings, you can vouch for that too because you know it's true. But so we get back to the avenue and I was saying, okay, well, I only had like half the dinner you did. So let's stop at Rocco's Tacos so that way I can get a little bit of dinner, get some tacos, and then we can just uh, figure it out from there where we're going. Got a couple of tacos, had some tequila, had some uh, margaritas and a Corona there. And here's the thing. I didn't pass out. Out front, like I did the first time ever going to Rocco's. So that's a major win when I can hit Rocco's Tacos and not pass out in the front. We went to Throw Social. So Throw is the place that I was talking about last week where I was there on my own, just walking around trying to mingle. My first time ever being out on my own and just trying to get to know people, meet the area, and just explore. The inside joke of the weekend was that this place was called Throat because I think it was later when we got back to my place or maybe it was the next day. One of my, one of my friends said, who the fuck would ever name a bar Throat? And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. The place was not called Throat. The place was called Throw. And he was like, oh, that actually makes so much more sense. But I'm going to keep calling it Throat. But we were at throw, just moving around, taking shots, having drinks, and just moving around, keeping the night going. And it was honestly, it, it was like a good time. I mean, because right before I left, I took an essential shot of pre-workout, which that's my new thing recently. Whenever I go out, as I take a shot of pre-workout, so that way I don't get tired and it also helps you actually stay sober so that way you can drink more. Because I've noticed that when you're tired, you get drunk easier. I don't know if it's like your blood circulation or your immune system or something. I'm not a doctor. But I take a shot of pre-workout before going out. It doesn't get me like buzzing or pumping before when I go out. It just gives you that extra that extra laser to, to just be sharp throughout the night, okay? And I'm just taking shots moving around and just feeling great. And I started running into some old co-workers all, all, everywhere I went there. And it it wasn't necessarily bad to see them, but it was like, hmm, you guys are all together. It's kind of awkward that, <laughs> that you're together and you're running into me and I quit the company that you all work for. That is, yeah, that's, that's funny. I mean, it was glad, I was glad to see some of them. Some of them I've not seen in months. And so it was fun running into them. One of them was in the bathroom, coming out of the bathroom stall, and he was yelling about, oh, yeah, Jake Paul, world champion. And I mean, it doesn't take a detective to know what they were probably doing in the bathroom stall. But 
I just turned around and I said, yo, shut the fuck up. And he told me I had a small dick. And then gave me a fist bump and then left. But honestly, like when we were at that place, I don't even know where the time went. Because something about us is that we always run an hour late. We tried to get there an hour earlier and it didn't. Maybe that was part of it. But the time just went, the time just went nowhere. And we, we were just moving around, but then we eventually spotted people getting up from a table in a good location near the front by the DJ. And so we were like, okay, we're going to claim that table right after them. So we move in right behind them, just snag that table. And they left a lot of unfinished drinks. I'm talking about like plates with food and drinks that were half finished. And then one of my friends says, okay, I'll be back in just a second. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to go grab a straw from the bar because I'm going to finish their drinks that they didn't finish. And I'm thinking like, that's fucking disgusting. Because like you you rank the tiers of, of drinks, okay? So they say the the best type of beer is free. Then the second best type of beer is the kind that you... That you want to buy, but you don't always buy because of the price. Then it goes down, down, down. And then like, oh, well, what's the worst kind of beer? And then they say like, oh, that's just a random drink in a bar. That That's like, that's the bottom of the barrel right there. When just drinking random drinks, not even knowing what's in them. I thought he was stupid for that. And I had, I had no idea about it, about how it was going until later. But... That place, I was basically just saying like, okay, yeah, we're just chilling here. Uh, if you guys want to go somewhere else, we can. So we ended up going back to Tin Roof, same place we were the night before, to close that place down again. And we walked in there, and the music was way louder than the night before. Like, it was loud on Thursday. On Friday, it was deafening. It It was... It, I mean, it was good, but it was also like, whoa, I want to hear like what's going on. It was just crazy loud. And another thing is that the band was different, which actually kind of pissed me off because the night before when we closed down, the band who was telling me that I'm the fuck yeah guy, they were saying that, oh yeah, we're, we're here all weekend, come back again tomorrow. And then this band was different too. So they lied. And that kind of pissed me off. They were still a good band, but I wanted the guys from the night before. And so same thing as we were doing the night before. My friends and I are just walking around. And I'm trying to lead the way a little bit, you know, trying to get to the next spot. Trying to have them follow my lead, you know, something that that's something that like our friendship has, our friend group has just always lacked. Is just a good leader. So I ha- I have to take initiative sometimes. So I'm trying to lead, and then I notice at one point they're not following me because there's some random group that they got into a conversation with or something. I don't even know. And I'm on I'm I'm across the bar, and I see them over there. And they see me, and they're not following me, but they're not waving me to come back. And I look to my right, 
there's these two blonde chicks there. Both of them actually, actually pretty cute. Okay. And maybe I wasn't completely sober, but I just walked up to them and I was thinking like, what's something funny I can say? So I say to them, Hey, will you two go tell my friends that they're being fucking pussies? And then they both just like start laughing. They're like, yeah, we actually will do that. They're like, who are they? And I'm like, that guy over there in the white shirt. And then that other guy over there in the black polo. They're like, are you sure? And I was like, I was like, yeah, that's them. Go do it. And then they, they were getting up and about to do it. Then they had a, a third friend that walked up. I don't know if she was with them or if she like had just met them, but she basically like kind of started talking to them, which kind of just like killed the whole situation. Like the their thing is they were looking inviting. They were not like being like, oh, don't talk to us, weirdo. I mean, my friends were talking about this later. Go call my friends pussy, pussies isn't exactly the best pickup line. I'll, I'll agree. But what you have to think about is that they weren't, they weren't against it. They were about to do it. And then they got blocked off by their friend. I don't know if it was their friend misinterpreted me and thought that I was just some, some fucking dweeb who was trying to hit on them. I mean, I was going to get to that maybe in a little bit, but you can't just, you can't just jump straight into that. I was thinking, I was like, Oh, let me get, let me tell them something funny to go do and then pick it up from there. But it's whatever. I'm not mad about it. Maybe I'll see them again. I don't even remember what they look like. And maybe they don't remember what I look like. But we closed that place down again at Tin Roof. And the band, as we were as we were leaving, said, Oh, yeah, we're going to be here all weekend. And I was like, yeah, fucking right. Just like how the band last night said they were going to be there all weekend to tell us to come back. Maybe it's just a marketing technique. And the thing is that even though I got the dinner on the avenue, I was hungry again at this point. So that's how I know it was a fucking mistake for me to just not get the full sandwich at Publix. I instead, we went to Rocco's Tacos. I wasted more money on those tacos and I got more food and it was just a mistake. So there's actually this cheesesteak place on the avenue that I've gotten one time before this, but... I wanted to to take them to it because I think it's the only, really the only drunk food place we were there. So my one friend who was, uh, who was finishing the other people's drinks at Throw Social at the table, I didn't realize how how hammered he actually was, but he he got in the line. So there's one line for ordering, one line for pickup. He got in the pickup line. I don't even know how he did it without a receipt. He stole someone else's food, someone else's cheesesteak, and ate it. And the thing about it that just, the thing about it that's just crazy, and like I felt kind of bad about it, there was, a, there was some guy there who was walking around, kept going back up to the pickup line, would walk back, kept going back up to the pickup line, walk back. He's probably the one who got his, his Philly cheesesteak taken. But the thing is, like, we can't, we, we can't say anything. And the workers there, I, I'm sure they were just like dealing with like 
a lot of stupid people were maybe kind of annoyed, <laughs> but but Bla- blacked out's friend was a. Uh, he was like he mumbled. He was like, "Oh, the workers are assholes." And then there was like some girl who was like, "Shut up! They don't want to be here, and you don't need to make them feel bad about it." And he was like, "Fuck off! I'm not talking to you." And they were they were they were a bit wise. I mean. I I don't hate them for it, but I I went up there and I ordered tried to order a cheesesteak, and they're like, oh no, we're we're all out of cheesesteak. Then I ordered something else, which, I mean, also was another cheesesteak. And the guy just started laughing. He's like, okay, let's try this again. We're all out of cheesesteak. So I just ordered something that he told me I could order, and it was fine. It was still good. So I, I'm not mad about it. I. It's no big deal, in all honesty. But no, they were kind of they were kind of wise asses. But I mean, I would I would be too in that situation, just dealing with a bunch of dumbass motherfuckers late at night. And that's that's pretty much how Friday went. It it wasn't until the next day that I that we realized like my one friend actually like blacked out. He was saying that he thinks what did it was when he when we were at the table he f- was drinking their drinks and then he stood up. He said that was when it did it because he says he doesn't remember anything else for the night. Doesn't remember being at Tin Roof, going back there. Doesn't remember stealing the guy's food and enjoying that cheesesteak, the free cheesesteak. Think about that. He got some free food from these workers and then he called them assholes right after. That's just, that's one for the books. And, and he has no recollection of that. So that's why I'm saying that. Taking that shot of pre-workout is just absolutely essential before going out. I mean, it, it's a your your alternatives to that are doing cocaine or just taking a power nap, which napping takes time, and drugs are bad and illegal. So take pre-workout instead. So on Saturday. We, we decided to try the beach again. And it was <laughs> kind of similar to the, the day prior. Not, 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 not the same, but similar. We were there for maybe like 20 minutes. And then it started raining again. So we decided to, okay, we're not going to get pelted again. So let's start walking back up. So we hung under the hangover of the, um, the lifeguard station. And waited for the rain to die down. Then we went back down to the beach. Then the sun was shining. But then it was raining while the sun was shining. Which was a bit of an interesting dynamic. Because like we were in the sunlight. But it was raining. And we had no idea where the raindrops were even coming from. And we were thinking, oh, it's not that bad. We can just deal with it. But then it actually started coming down real bad. And we saw the gray clouds getting getting blown back our way because of the wind. So we decided, okay, fine. It's just time to leave. But that time we were throwing the football around and there was nowhere near as much wind. So it was much more enjoyable. We could actually stand in a triangle to do it instead of just having one person launch it into the wind and the other person struggle to throw it back. But when we went back, we decided that it was fine because we were actually going to Miami on Saturday. So it's no big deal. That's 
no big, no big deal that we take a little bit early to the beach to get ready and get down to the city. And here is why I mentioned that we were watching the rerun to Tiesto while pregame the night before. We actually found out on Saturday, right before leaving, that Tiesto is performing in Miami that night. So at, at Club 11. So my plan was is that I was actually going to take them to Club 11 because that's really the only nightclub I've ever been to so far in Miami. I've, I've been to Club Space. I wasn't a huge fan of it. But that was also a Thursday. But Club 11 was the first big club that I went to that I actually enjoyed. So I wanted to go to something try and true for showing them a good time. So I was planning to take them to Club 11 regardless. But the fact that Tiesto was performing, we were just watching Tiesto the last night. I love Tiesto. He has a lot of bangers. We were thinking that, okay, that's probably going to be the move tonight. Just to go to Club 11 and see Tiesto. So we were taking the tri-rail to get down there. And we we first showed up. So my one friend took the tri-rail a couple of stops on Thursday to get picked up. So he still had his card. So I loaded up my card with the trip credits, made sure he knew how to load it up with his credits. Then my third friend who did, had not been on the train was trying to put put uh, get get his card to load up the credits with it. But the machine wasn't working and it wasn't issuing his card. And so we were thinking like, oh no, this is fucked. There were two machines. Only one of them took cards and that's the one that wasn't working. The other machine took only coins, but who carries coins with them? Coins are coins are fucking stupid. So on the other side of the train tracks, there were two machines and two two more ticket machines. So I was like, okay, we're gonna run over to the other side, other side real quick, and get a ticket and then come right back. So I sprinted up the stairs, went across the platform, sprinted down the stairs. And then I just got the card, swiped my card on it, and just I gave it to him, ran back across the stairs. As we were crossing the platform to the other side, the train was literally pulling up and stopping. We're like, guys, we're going we're gonna to miss the fucking train. We run down the stairs, scan our cards to get on the train, hop on as the doors are closing. We made it. And so we, we got in the tri-rail, rode down to the city of Miami, and then at the interchange, so in Hialeah, that's where the exchange is between the tri-rail and the metro rail. We had to wait for about, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes to get on the Miami metro rail. And there was this, there was this girl who was at the stop with us. This girl was decently cute. But she was like in a hoodie trying to like, seems like she was kind of covered up, wasn't wearing makeup, whatever. That's that's not what I'm talking about. But she was just there by herself. And she noticed us, um, probably like the most normal looking people on the train or like at the train station. And so she <laughs> she actually moved um, while waiting for the train over near us because, you know, pe- where people ride the train. So she moved over near us just because I don't know if they were like trying to hit on her or like talking to her or what the case was. I wasn't really paying attention, but she basically, I understood that it seemed like she felt more safe around us. And then we were getting on the, when we got on the train, the Miami Metro rail, she actually sat right next to us 
when going into the city and we got on the train. She was like, excuse me, what stop are you getting off? And I was like, oh, we're, we're getting off in Brickle. Because, and she was like, oh, okay. I don't know where she was going, but I, my understanding is that she was probably concerned with how long we're going to be around to basically ensure that no weirdos are trying to slide on her. But no, I, that's very satisfying that somebody saw us as the ones to to be the normal people, that, that we were the most normal ones there and that people view you as, as safe to be around and not a threat. I, I definitely enjoy that. That definitely flatters me. Hopefully she did make it home safe. I, I assume she did. No reason to think she didn't, but... And that the thing is that that was at like 6 or 7 p.m. I can't imagine how how worse it gets as later as the night goes. Because I remember my first time taking the Metro Rail in Miami. There was a bunch of weird people and it was not good. Can't imagine how it would be as a woman. I know that I know that women sometimes just get weirdos who are trying to talk to them and stuff and harass them and that shit's not cool, but that, that's that's just the way it is. You can't you can't fix stupid and you can't fix weird. I, I definitely wish it could, but best thing you can do is just just try to avoid it, be proactive. But we so we get to Brickle, and I I need as I said I need, I like doing familiar stuff to try and show my friends a good time. So we I took them to Sugar. I talked about it in my very first podcast when coming down to Florida. Not my first one to pay your dues. My first episode in Florida about how I went to Sugar, got the rooftop dinner. We went there and we were like, okay, fuck it. We're going to ball out. Let's get a table. The tables have the $100 minimum and it's like, whatever. We're going to use it up. That's 300 bucks total. We're going to, we're going to ball out. We're, we're eating good tonight. We're drinking good. We're, we're going to, have a good time before going to see Tiesto. So one of my friend's rules is, and it's a pretty solid rule, he does not get food at a restaurant if there's under four stars. So this place has like 3.5 stars. But the thing that's funny about it is that if you actually look up the reviews for Sugar, most of the one-star reviews aren't even from people who actually fucking went there. Most of the one-star reviews are people who got denied entry because they were wearing fucking shorts. Don't get me wrong, I understand. It's hot in Miami. Maybe you're a tourist on vacation. But this is a classy establishment. No wearing fucking shorts in here. I learned the hard way to stop wearing shorts when you're going out and to stop dressing like shit when you're going out. So, because back in Iowa, nobody gave a fuck about anything. You could wear whatever the fuck you wanted. Of course, like some places may have a dress code. Very few do in Iowa. But my friends came back from visiting, living in other cities, and they were like, oh yeah, after living in other cities, I will never again wear shorts when I go out, only pants. And I'm thinking, like, oh, what the fuck are these guys' problems? And then my first night in Maryland, I think I've talked about this, I was wearing some shorts, all the Florida guys I was with were wearing pants. At that point, I knew, okay, no more wearing shorts when I go out. And the thing is, 
wearing pants does look better too which i i like wearing pants honestly like shorts i'm kind of over wearing shorts actually i mean i like wearing athletic shorts but like khaki shorts salmon shorts i, I honestly have not worn them in a, in quite a while because the thing is there's not many good times when you can wear it athletic shorts you can work out in swim shorts you can swim in khaki shorts you can wear that's about it but it's just it was funny looking at the reviews the only negative reviews were people who got denied for wearing shorts so we knew that this place was probably still pretty good but even though the getting the table was expensive my friends were glad that we did it because they said we got we came here and we did it the right way because if we were sitting at the bar it would have been super annoying and inconvenient because we ordered the full sushi board so the sushi board i think it was a hundred and like 10 bucks and it was every single sushi roll that this place had and it was incredible we were we were actually asking the worker guy who was serving us we're asking like, okay, so the sushi board, is that like a sample of each of the rolls or what's that? He's like, oh, no, no, it's, it's the whole fucking thing. And we were like, oh, shit, I guess we'll get that. So we had the sushi board. Phenomenal sushi, by the way. I had not had sushi in probably, no, it's been a little over a year. And just getting to experience everything again, having some sushi, it was it was quite, quite delish, if I, to say the least. Had some drinks there. We're feeling good. Took a nice rooftop pick because that's what you that's what you do in Miami. You just enjoy the skyscrapers and just have a good time. And then we took a taxi cab to Club Eleven. So we walked we went down to the bottom floor and we were about to call an Uber or a Lyft, depending on what would be cheaper, and then this taxi cab lady just drove up and she was like, Hey, you need to ride where you're going and you know, we were thinking like, oh, no, no, no. We we were thinking like, oh, no, she's going to harass us. She's going to be more expensive. She's like, this is cheaper than Uber. And then my friend's like, okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's just, let's try and get a flat rate out of it to see what it can be. And depending how it is, we, we look up Uber. And she's like, where are you going? We're like, uh, Club 11. She was like, oh, I can get you there for seven bucks. We're like, shit, from where we're located at? That's good enough. So we hop in the taxi. She drives us there. And then uh, we're saying like, okay, can we uh, can we pay for this on this thing? Because there's like a car terminal in the back of the taxi. She's like, no, no, no. You want flat You want flat rate? That, that's cash only. And then my friend's like, oh, I only have 20 bucks. She's like, well, I only have 10 bucks for change. And I'm like, dude, just give her the 10 bucks and just get out. Like, even if that was a $10 ride there, that's still a pretty good deal. So we were pulling up to Club 11 at 10 o'clock. We were telling each other that we wanted to be there at 9 o'clock. As I said a little bit earlier, we always operate about an hour behind on the schedule of where we want to be. But it's fine because we pulled up. The line was not super long. But right when we got in line, 5 minutes, 10 minutes after, the line was twice the size of what it was when we got in there. So... We know that we showed up at the right time. The taxi driver told us we showed up at the right time. 
And, you know, I was just chilling. I had a shot of pre-workout in my back pocket. So I took that shot of pre-workout because the last thing I want is to be getting patted down by the bouncer. And I pull out a plastic bag. He's like, what the fuck is that? And it's just this orangey powder stuff. He's like, is that like off-white? And I was like, nope. So I avoided that by just taking it before I even got to the bouncers. And it's it's kind of funny. The bouncer was a good guy, just like joking around, trying to have a good time. There would be a big group of women in front of us in line. And every single one of them, he like moved the barricade back and they just left. They didn't, they didn't go into the club. And I was like, oh, let me guess. They didn't want to pay cover. That's what it was. I'm going to guess is what it was. And then we're sitting there in line. We're the next ones to, to go in. And these two girls walk up to a different line and he's like, can I help you ladies? And they're like, and they're just talking. I'm not hearing them. I'm not hearing what he's saying. But then he comes back a second later and he's like, you know, these like feminism movements and like pushing for equality. Hey, that's fine. I'm totally all about equality. And, but then those might be, may or may not be the same women who come up here late at night and ask to get in for free because I was, I was telling everybody all night, it's $200 for men to come in, 150 for women to come in. And they still don't want to pay $150 to come in. Like, do women not realize you're getting a 25% discount just because you have a pussy? Like, it's not even equal. We're not even paying the same cover. And they still don't want to pay it. And he was saying, like, that just makes... He, the bouncer was saying that makes no sense to him. And I was like, yeah, that's whatever. And I was like, wait, so that big group of girls that was up here, that left, let me guess, they didn't want to pay cover. He was like, that's exactly what it was. And I'm like, snap the finger if I can. He, I'm like, I called it. And he was like, dude, it's it's crazy. Like, as he's like, as I said, nothing wrong with equality, but that means equal treatment, even in the bad ways, paying cover. And I was like, <laughs> this guy knows it. And he's like, all right, how many are you guys? And I was like, three. So we get into the club, pay the $200 cover. It's, it hurt to pay it, but you know, it's a Saturday in Miami. T.S. was performing. It was, it was very understood, understandable that it was that much. But it was, we walk inside and we're like, damn, it's kind of dead in here right now. Because we were there, this was 10 o'clock. Club is dead at 10 o'clock. Like this place is open 24-7. So I mean, I understand it normally gets a little bit busier as the night goes on. But it's it was kind of dead right now. And because it was dead, but all the strippers were still working. I was talking about it last time on this podcast, my first time going to Club 11. But the strippers there, they try to finesse you. They walk up to you, grab you, and they're like, hey, let's go bit into the back room. The strippers in this place, when it's dead, they are fucking adamant to try and get you in that back room, to try and get you to pay them. Last time I told you about how I got dragged into the back room by some, I assume, Russian chick. And it was like $2,500 for an hour or $1,500 for 30 minutes. And, oh, they they were so adamant. Like, we we got to the bar, hadn't even ordered our first drink. 
and I was already I was already getting my chest rubbed on by 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 a chick just saying like just like she's like hey how's it going I just like looked at her gave her my little head shake thing and she I, I don't know she's called me like a broke ass or something she said something I couldn't even hear her. it's so loud in this place okay and so my friends were just like we were just chilling there and and I was like oh no I don't know if it was a dinner or what it was, but I got a shit. The funny thing is, I actually took a shit at Sugar too. I, I it was just a it was a rough weekend in that sense where shitting in public places is bad, but in, in a bar is app is absolutely horrible. They was these were nice establishments, by the way. Club Eleven, I mean, it gets dirty later on. Sugar, classy establishments, but it's still a public place. But I did it just because Sugar, I had to. Club 11, I did it because I knew knew I was going to eventually. And I wanted to do it before this place got super busy and the bathrooms got absolutely disgusting. So I get back from doing that. My friends are like, oh, let's just go chill down on the, on the dance floor. So in the middle of the dance floor, there's like the stripper pole there where the dancers are chilling on stage. And... You know, we were just down there by ourselves. We were really like not one of, we were a few of not many people down there on the dance floor. And it was honestly kind of lame. My friends were saying like, oh, we should actually like go somewhere else because we have this stamp. We can always come back. And I was saying like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to pay cover somewhere else. Let's just like enjoy it here while we can, even though it kind of sucks right now, but it'll get better. And then. Without further ado, we see one of the staff members go up on stage. He takes the stripper pole out. And then the lights drop down. And it wasn't Tiesto, but we see just like this random guy hop on stage. We, well, no, we see them hook up these, uh, what is it, curtains or like fabric banners from the ceiling. And I see some random guy hop up on stage. And I'm like wait what is this some is this like some random guy who just hopped up on stage and is just like chilling up there then the the, the spotlight shot down on him and it's just this guy and i'm like oh this guy it's an area this is like an aerial dancer like the who do the hanging stuff he's gonna perform and i'm like oh man i don't know this is probably gonna get pretty pretty gay pretty quick but then he rips off his shirt this guy, is, this guy is shredded, by the way. Absolutely shredded. And initially, I'm thinking like, okay, I'm very naive to see what this guy does. But then this guy grabs the ropes and just puts on a fucking show. Like, this guy was swinging around the rafters. He was like hanging sideways. I, the upper body strength and the core strength it does takes to do that. That's, oh my goodness. Like, no, dude, no homo, but it was actually incredible. I was literally, all I could think to myself was, is this how women feel at the strip club when they throw money and they like cheer on the other like na- like naked women who are topless? Like this guy, like I'm not gay. I wasn't even attracted to it, but it was so fucking awesome seeing this shirtless ripped guy just swinging around on these, on these banners and just like eyeing down women. And not to mention that while he was doing this, 
a bunch of people were moving down onto the floor to cheer him on. They were throwing money at him. And it was, it was honestly incredible. Like that stuff I was saying earlier about being, about like gay. I wasn't even like, this has nothing to do with like that. I'm not even mean that like in a derogatory way. Like I'm just, I'm just straight, honestly. I was thinking like, oh no, this is thinking, this is getting, this is giving me some Chip and Dale vibes right now. But it was, dude, it was incredible. I never thought that I would enjoy like seeing like a shirtless guy dance, but it was actually, it was actually very eye-opening. It makes me almost want to go to, to a female strip club just to see what it's like. Not, not because I'm attracted to it, but just because like you're just, you're just supporting the boys at that point. I mean, I, this guy, and after that, just the entire vibe of the place changed after that because a bunch of people were down on the floor. So when he left, everybody was down there. The DJ started playing some bangers and it was just lit. And then there'd be other performances who'd come up on the stage um, before Tiesto. Most of them were also like aerial dancers hanging from banners, flying all over the place. And a lot, they were incredible, a lot of them. But the first one just stuck out the most to me because of the way that it changed the vibe of the place. Just the single guy by himself hanging from the banners. Just going absolutely ham. And that guy probably pulls super hard too because he's shredded and he has that attention on him of just being that that dancer at the clubs. But there was also another girl, the, the last performance before, before Tiesto came out, who was insane at doing it. She was spinning up there upside down for a really, really long time. It was quite impressive. But... The thing is, is that these performances were going on for a very long time. That, and in between the performances, that's when the strippers go up on the stage and they dance. You know, they take their tops off. Maybe they spank their asses or there were a couple of strippers who were topless, both of them, and they were slam dancing into each other, which if you don't know what that is, that's basically like the, it's like they're humping each other, but they're, I mean, they're not naked or like fucking. They're just clapping into each other they were doing that and it's like oh oh what are you doing young lady but i was getting honestly like a bit kind of frustrated with it because the music was just so loud i was getting hungry actually because we hadn't ate in a while and i was just honestly getting like a a bit pissed off just because like it was taking so long but then finally after Long awaited, Tiesto does come out at 3.30 a.m. Then the energy within me came back out because I love Tiesto. I love his music. From yelling in the club, trying to talk to people, and just singing along to his songs, and just banging all night long, I lost my voice, which is why I sounded like shit on Sunday, why we couldn't record, which in the club, you, you just... That's one thing that sucks is that you you cannot talk. You can only scream, even if you're literally right on top of somebody's ear. All you can do is just scream when you're trying to talk to them. 
And so, I mean, there are a, f- a few things that I like about the club. Okay. I'm going to list them off here. What I love about the club, it's super diverse. There's literally people from all walks of life who are there, like different races, um, religions. I mean, you can't really tell that in the club, but I mean, I'm sure it's there. And it's just, there's just everybody there. Everyone's there to have a good time. You're just, you're around everybody. And it's just like, oh yeah, I'm not the only kind of person in the world. Especially like in Miami, people travel from around the world to come visit there. Like we met some guy from Australia who was there. I'm sure there was, there were other foreign countries in there for the night too. Also in the club, everybody is equal. Everybody paid the cover to get in unless like someone has a table. And just like down there on the dance floor, we're all on the same level. We're all just, we're all just enjoying the vibes together. You know what I'm saying? Like it, they, they serve each of us. If, if, if we want to get drinks, uh, the strippers come up to all of us to try and get to dance. Like we're just, we're just on the same level. Do you know what I'm saying? Then there's also just the energy of the club is fun as well. Like when we were waiting for Tiesto to come out, there'd be certain songs that DJs were playing and the way that the lights were flashing in the club, it, the, the lights were flashing the way that the music sounded, if that makes sense. And it was, it, it, I took that from Jimmy Tatro, but that, that literally is the best way to describe it. The lights were flashing the way the music sounded. And it is just, it gives you the energy and it gives you the vibes. As I said, it gets a little bit old when you're waiting for a DJ to come out for that's what, five hours? Yeah. That's what I do like about the club. Now let's get into what, what I don't like about the club. So as I said, it, it's loud. You have to yell to talk. Can't hear anything. But I'll, apart from that, the worst thing that I, that, that I don't like about the club, there's a lot of fucking weirdos there. Like I can't imagine what it's like for a woman in the club having like a lot of weirdos either trying to like dance on them, come up and talk to them or or whatever. But there's just these fucking weird ass guys. Maybe they're trying to like start shit with uh, with us guys or they're just, I don't know. It's like they're just looking for trouble. And then, then not to mention there's other people who just straight up don't fit in and look lost. There were these two goofy nerd ass guys who were standing next to me when Tiesto came out. They didn't have any drinks in their hands. They, they, they both were wearing glasses. They weren't singing along to the songs. They were just kind of like bobbing their heads the whole time. They literally looked like they were lost and they just had no idea like what was going on. Like they, they looked so out of place. They stuck out like a sore thumb. And it's like, how are they even having fun? I don't understand that. And then another thing I don't like is just getting danced into. Like there, there, I was up at the, up in front of the the strip stage and there was this guy who was probably like fucking five foot eight he was wearing a backwards hat i don't know why they let people in who are wearing hats hats are wearing a hat to a club is fucking trashy this guy was wearing a backwards hat he looked like he was a fucking crackhead probably over 35 years old the guy had like gray facial hair and he just kept dancing side to side bumping into me like 
there there was so much space that he could have been walking. He could have moved over a little bit and and just like minded his own business. But it's like he was purposely dancing into me just to be fucking disrespectful. That that's what it seemed like at least. And that just not to mention they're just in the club. There's so many fake alpha fake alphas. A bunch of people who are just trying to outdo one another like because they compare their themselves to other people so they're trying to outdo one another whether that's like getting to the bar quicker to get a drink or uh, if they're chilling at the bar they don't let someone buy to order some some bullshit like that and then just like getting bumped into people have absolutely no patience and then if if you're even somewhat remotely in the way where they want to go, they just like shove their way through. I mean, when I'm moving through a crowd, I go with my arm first. I kind of like chop it through the crowd slowly. And then I give, the, I give someone a chance to move. If they don't move. Okay. Then I'm fucking coming through. It's not, but then the thing is I, I move past it right after. I don't sit there and try and like stare at them and grill them down and try and start some shit. It's like everyone's just, Everyone is a lot of, well, not everyone. A lot of people are just trying to flex on each other. And, and it's stupid because it like every, if you have something to prove, it's because no one knows who the fuck you are. If you have something to prove, it's because no one knows who the fuck you are. Like there would be a lot of people wearing like button up shirts, dress pants there. All I think when I see that is that it's someone either trying to show that they're rich and or it's someone who's just visiting. I was there in a t-shirt and jeans. I mean, good looking jeans. I looked good. I was looking fucking good. Don't get me wrong. But you can you can almost tell a difference between the people visiting Miami and the people who are from Miami just going out. Like everyone comes to Miami and they're suddenly just a fucking douchebag on their on their vacation. It's just oh, it's crazy. Just dealing with all of all of this stuff and then losing my voice. And because I lost my voice, having to repeat myself, also because it's loud. Just it being late night, I'm tired, I'm hungry. It was honestly just a bad combination, all those things together. I was honestly fucking livid getting out of that club. And I was like pissed off for a while. At 5 a.m., I just walked up to my friends and I'm like, we're get, like, let's fucking leave right now. I mean, the first train leaves the Miami airport at 517, so we also had to be on that. But we got the Uber to the train station and we finally made it back home at 7 a.m. So we pulled the all-nighter we made it on that first train back and we made it home all in all in the span of one day i was trying to think about what to say there but i don't know what i was saying so we were we 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 were in miami for what's that from probably about 7 p.m. to 5 a.m. so that's 10 hours so, I mean, it was a good long night, but we were fucking so 
dead when we got back on Sunday. The original plan was to record on Sunday. I even talked about them with it. They were supposed to be on this podcast with me right now. But there was just not a chance that it was happening. And because of me losing my voice, on Sunday I was halfway trying to get it back. And my voice sounded like I was going through puberty. It was cracking nonstop. I sounded like I was Mickey Mouse half the time. There half the time just sounded like I was a like a raspy, raspy pot smoker. And it was just not a good combination. Honestly, everybody was just dead on Sunday too. And as I was saying, all I wanted to do on Sunday was literally just lie down and cry. Not to mention just like my fucking bank account is just, it hurt to see that after a long weekend. And then just the horrible Sunday scaries. I don't even know how to describe it about what happened this weekend, but I I would think the best way to say it is just that this weekend probably took some years off my life. I'm not even, not even kidding. As I said earlier, last time I talked about how I would desire that full weekend, but it is, it's overrated. Maybe I could handle it back in college going out Friday, Saturday, Sunday, no, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Maybe even another time during the week. And now it's just, oh, I'm getting older. And it's kind of funny actually mentioning that because that was one of the things my friend said this week. And he said, you know, that's why I want to enjoy my youth because eventually I'm going to get to an age where I can't drink alcohol or I can't do certain substances. So maybe I just need to enjoy it while I can. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. But I want to just, oh, it'd be nice to enjoy it like, a, like we used to. But the thing is, we can't handle how we, like how we used to. Like I, I was in the gym this morning and it hurt to do cardio. Like I'm, I'm not in bad shape, but this weekend set me back probably weeks in the gym of progress. I, I was just all oh, struggling, but as I said, we can't handle it like we used to because we're not in college anymore. And here at Pay Your Dues, we certainly are not done with continuing to upload that weekly content, that upload that weekly five-star content that everybody knows and loves so much. Boys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Pay Your Dues. If you enjoyed this, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. We appreciate your support. Always remember to uh, pay your dues and uh, pound your brews. Take it easy, fellas.